Welcome to the very, very, very first edition of Heather's Heart, the podcast. My name is Heather LaRue, and I have 40 years of experience of making mistakes and then also experiencing victories. And I want to share that with you so that I can help you manifest your best self. This season of our lives is about becoming, becoming better, becoming smarter, becoming more intellectual. It's about challenging ourselves and manifesting our best self. So it is my goal, my desire to help you get to the place that you want to see yourself. So I always believe in beginning with the end in mind. So I want you to right now just reflect on where you are and where you want to be. Just think about it. Where are you right now? And what advancements would you like to see manifest in your life? I believe that anything can be manifested if you believe. You have to believe. Believe wholeheartedly in what you want to see accomplished. And then you got to make the right choices to get to that destination. So without further ado, let's get into this because there's so many subjects over the next few months, over the next years that I'll be discussing with you. And I want to share my heart with yours and I want us to learn from each other. So please like, tag and share this podcast so that someone could be blessed. And so I get some feedback because I want to know what things I can do to make the broadcast even better so that I can get the best out of it and I can serve the greatest purpose in the earth. Alrighty, so we're going to talk about today not being stuck in your potential. So just say it out loud. Don't get stuck in your potential. I want you to say it again. Don't get stuck in your potential. Now, I remember when I was in college, I had a great professor named Dr. Martin. And Dr. Martin would not allow us to give the least amount of effort in class. She did not believe in you just doing what you could to get by. So she would push us push us and challenge us to be the best versions of ourselves that we could be and get the most out of the classroom experience. But one day in class, Dr. Martin said something that really stuck with me. She said, don't get stuck in your potential. Don't get stuck in your potential. And those words never left me. So today I want to impart some words into you so that you don't get stuck in your potential so that you actually see the manifestation of yourself of your best self come forth. All right, so let's talk about potential. What is potential? What is potential? Potential is having or showing the capacity to become or develop into something in the future. It's latent qualities or abilities that may be developed and lead to future successes or usefulness. It's the ability or quality that can lead to success or excellence. So essentially, potential is the possibility of becoming something. I'm going to say that again. Potential is the possibility of becoming something. Now, potential is great to have because we all have potential. Every one of us has the potential to be something else better. Everyone has in them the resources to shift their life into the places where they want to go. 
you have in you the ability to be. You have in you the ability to become. You have the possibility, the potential to transform. Just like a caterpillar changes into a butterfly. You have the potential to become a butterfly. You have the potential to expand. You have the potential to live in the greatest spaces and become the greatest version of yourself. Now, all of us have that potential. All of us have it. But after a while, I noticed something, that it's not really good to have potential. So when you're 19 and you're 18 and you're 20 and you're 21, um, when you're under 30, and not, let's just say under 40. When you're under 40, it's not really good to still have just potential. And let me, let me be really um, transparent about this. Is that at 40, your credit shouldn't still be bad. This is just my opinion. This is my opinion. Now, if you went through a divorce and that caused it, that's one thing. But at 40, you don't want to have the potential to have good credit. At 40, you don't want to have the potential to be a professional. At 40, you don't want to have the potential to have money. Because at some point in your life, your potential has to manifest into a reality. And a lot of us get stuck in the process because we're comfortable just having the potential. We're comfortable just having the potential to be successful. But we never step out and become successful. We never put our hands to the plow to work at being the best versions of ourselves. And we dream about it. We can't sleep because we dream about it. We can't, some of y'all can't be happy for anybody else because you're still potential. I'm just calling it like I see it. Some of you are unhappy in your own personal life because you're still potential. And you point fingers to the people around you and really the issue is you. You are stuck being potential. You're comfortable having potential. You're comfortable with people telling you that you have the potential and that you're going to have this and you're going to have that. But you're not uncomfortable in your potential to actually make it manifest. Oh, I feel it right there. You have to be uncomfortable with being potential, with just remaining potential. I don't just want to be potential, but I want it to manifest into a reality that I can live and that I can breathe, that I can feel. It has to become tangible. Possibilities have to become tangible. I know that's pretty heavy. But the message today is don't get stuck there. Don't get stuck in your potential. All right, I'm going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back because, you know, I do not want you to get stuck in your potential. If it's blessing you, I want you to like, tag, share, add somebody on here because I want people to be blessed. I want to see the most people become rich. I want to see millions of people be rich. I want to see millions of pe people have peace peace of mind. I want people to be the best versions of themselves. So like, tag, and share this, and we'll be right back. Heather's Heart, the podcast.
We're back, we're back, we're back. After that break, it's this Heather of Heather's Heart, and we're talking about not being stuck in your potential, becoming your best self. All right, so there's three reasons that I believe that people get stuck in their potential. There's three reasons that I believe that people get stuck in their potential. I want you to write these down. So if you have to pause the podcast to write them down, that's fine. Just take note, and if these are blessing you, I want you to like, tag, and share so that somebody will be blessed by this one which I highlighted a little bit before, but I want you to write this down. Number one is they're comfortable just having potential. Number one is you're comfortable just having potential. Number two is you're afraid to confront your weaknesses. Number two, you're afraid to confront your weaknesses. Three, You don't realize how much of an emergency it is for you to become. Number three, you don't realize how much of an emergency it is for you to become. So if you wanted to shorten that, just put, there's an emergency on my identity. There's emergency. There's an emergency. All right, so let's talk about these three. All right, the first one. You cannot be comfortable just having potential. You cannot be satisfied just knowing that you have the wherewithal, knowing that you have the capacity, knowing that you have everything that it takes to be successful and you never push yourself to manifest it. A lot of people are truly unhappy with their lives because they have not reached their own potential. They have not manifested yet. And they can't be truly happy for others because they see that they can have it. But you're mad at somebody else because they were willing to step out on faith. And all you got to do is do the same thing. You have to fight for you. Write that down. I have to fight for me. You have to become for you because that is your job to take care of you. That's why you are you. God created you to help you manifest. You have to fight for you. You have to fight to become. You have to push yourself beyond your circumstances, beyond where you are. You have to change the way you think. You have to change your diet. You have to change all that you are to become. And why? Why do you have to change? Because you'll never become. If the caterpillar never builds a chrysalis, which is what houses their body as they transform into a butterfly, the caterpillar will never transform. You have to be willing to allow yourself the space to become, the space to grow. You have to allot yourself personal time to develop into a success. Oh, I feel that. Write that down. You have to allot yourself the time and space to manifest. All right? Let's go to number two. You're afraid to confront your weaknesses. 
A lot of us are afraid to confront the darkness in our lives. We are afraid to go through something. We are afraid to lose ourselves. We are afraid of what people will say and all the opinions and we'll type that we're unbothered. We'll post it on social media that we're unbothered. But the reality is that we are bothered. We're bothered by our weaknesses. We're bothered by the fact that we're not as strong as someone else. Stop looking at other people's success and look at your own self in the mirror and do what it takes to become. There is no time for excuses in this season. You have got to push you for you. Because that is your calling. It's your personal calling. It's your responsibility to take care of you. To make sure that you manifest into your best self. You have to confront the darkness. You have to deal with your insecurities. You have to deal with your jealousy, with your envy. You have to deal with your generational curses that that was put on your life that you didn't ask for. Because all of us have to deal with some level of strife to become. All of us have to deal with some level of trial and circumstance and testing to become our best selves. We just don't get there because we thought about it, because we dreamed about it. We get there because we decided to go in the garden and till and pull the weeds of our own life out. You have to do the work. You got to do the work. Confront yourself. Confront yourself. Deal with you. Weaknesses are only strengths waiting to be activated. Write that down. Weaknesses are strengths waiting to be activated. So what you think is wrong with you is going to be a strength when you activate it. Let me give you an example. Right now, I eat really bad, and so I'm working on my diet, working on what I eat. When I eat right, it's going to be a strength for me. But right now, it's a weakness for me because I'm not disciplined in it. But once I become disciplined in it, my eating is going to work on my behalf, and then my mental capacity is going to elevate. My physical capacity is going to elevate. Your weaknesses are strengths waiting to happen. Write it down. Change your weaknesses into strengths so that you can maximize your full potential. Let's go to three. And that's talking about emergency. We do not realize how much of an emergency it is for us to become. Why do I write this down? Why did I say that? Because when I went through things in my life, I didn't know that somebody was waiting on me to get to that place of victory. I didn't know that somebody needed to see me win. Woo! A lot of you don't understand that you have to become because someone else has to become. So, okay, I'm a mother, right? So I have two children. I have a daughter and a son. My daughter, Lanaya, has to see me succeed. My son, Titus, has to see me maximize my potential. Why? Because it helps them become. 
So as I elevate, they elevate. As I go higher, they go higher. As I get smarter, they get smarter. Why? Because I've set the standard. And because I've set the standard, there's now a standard and pattern of behavior to follow. And so children naturally, naturally follow what they see. They naturally do what they saw even without thanking it. You have to become because you don't know what's hinged upon your obedience to yourself. You don't know what doors are waiting on you to walk through them. You don't know what business needs your intuition and your wisdom. You don't know who needs what from you, but it's an emergency for you to get there. It's an emergency for you to make a difference. It's an emergency for you to be your best version of yourself because so much of so much of your blessings are attached to you just becoming a butterfly. All right, so that was our three. The three reasons why I believe that people get stuck. And I'll say it again. One, comfortable having potential. Two, afraid to confront your weaknesses. And three, you don't realize the emergency. All right, we're going to take a quick break. And we're going to wrap this thing up. Hope you're being blessed. If you are, like, tag, and share so that somebody will be blessed by this. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Yes, we're talking about not getting stuck in our potential. It's not enough to dream. You got to make it a reality, okay? It's not enough to dream. You got to live it. All right. So next we're going to talk about two parables, which I think will reveal even more of what God is saying about producing. And what we want to produce is purpose. As Christians, we want to produce purpose because there's a lot of fruit out there that you could produce, but you have to produce purpose because purpose is the whole reason why you were created. Ah, Purpose is why you exist, all right? So let's go to Mark 11, 12 through 14. I'm not going to read it, but I want you to read it in your spare time, but we're going to discuss it really quick. Okay, in this parable, Jesus comes across a fig tree that has not produced any fruit at its time of harvest. And because it did not produce anything, Jesus curses it to die. He curses it, and it wilts right there. Because it was supposed to produce something, it had the capacity, the wherewithal, it had the potential to produce and yield fruit, but it didn't. And because it didn't, it couldn't serve its purpose. So Jesus cursed it and it died. All right, the next parable we're going to talk about is the parable of the five talents. This is one of my favorite ones. And this one is found in Matthew 25, verses 14 through 30. All right. And in this story, there are three different servants. The master comes to three different servants. He gives the first servant five talents. He gives the second servant two talents. And he gives the third servant one talent with the expectation that they're supposed to produce more. Okay. So the master leaves them. And he returns at a specified time. And when he does, he wants to see how much they've produced since he left them 
with their talent. So he goes to the first servant. The first servant had five talents, and he multiplies it to ten. He doubles it, all right? The second servant doubles his, and he goes from two talents to four. However, the last servant, the third servant, who had the one talent, buried his in the ground and produced nothing. All he had still was his potential. The master gets angry. He gets frustrated because this third servant did not even try to produce anything. So he takes the one talent and gives it to the man, the first servant, who doubled his uh, five talents to ten. So God strips him. So there's some key points in there that I really want you to see of the fig tree and the five talents. And those points are, is that first, anything that God gives you is designed to multiply and produce more. I need you to get that. Anything that God has given you is designed to multiply and produce more. Meaning you are supposed to do more, You are, but the more that you do is your purpose. You are supposed to produce more than what you are and what you have. All right, what you start with is not what you finish with. You may start out with a dollar, but you're supposed to have a million. All right, everything that God gave you was designed to multiply. All right, key point number two is that we have a responsibility to produce and become. There is a responsibility, a mandate, a calling for us to live out God's purpose for our lives. It is not enough to dream. You have to be responsible enough to chase it. You have to understand that it is your duty to make sure that you live out what God has placed inside of you. The third key point and the last key, which is the last key point, is that there are consequences for failure. There are consequences. When you do not produce, for the third servant, his consequence was what? He was stripped of the potential. For the fig tree, the consequence was to die. And a lot of times... Our circumstances look the way they look because we have just failed to even manifest anything. We have failed to produce. We buried our gift in the ground like the third servant. We hid it. We hid our talents. We hid our abilities. And we let other people shine. But in that, we've gotten bitter because we don't have what we want to have. But it's because we've buried our talent, we've buried our abilities, and we've not allotted ourselves the space and time to develop into God's divine purpose for our lives. All right. Any, does that resonate with you? I hope it does. So in your spare time, make sure you go read Matthew and Mark and just read those. Get that in your system because God wants you to live this thing out. All right. Now I'm about to wrap this thing up. So I want to give you some tips to help you become unstuck so that you become unglued from your dreams and make them realities. All right? One, I want you to put yourself on a timeline. Have a deadline for personal and professional achievements. That's number one. Put yourself on a timeline. Have a deadline for personal and professional achievements. Second, 
Surround yourself with people who have achieved and take notes. You have got to place yourself around people who are achievers and you have to take the time to take notes and then practice what you see from them. Third, get a mentor. And that's one of the things I think that we lack as a people is we lack mentorship. Allow someone the space and energy and time to be able to pour into you to help you make wise decisions. All right, number four, hold yourself accountable. Hold you accountable. If you miss a mark, hold yourself accountable. You have to be uncomfortable being comfortable. You have to be uncomfortable remaining the same. You have to be uncomfortable dreaming to make your dreams a reality. All right, number five, celebrate small achievements. Small victories mean more than the big ones. Why? Because the small victories are what lead to the big battle victory. All right? So celebrate the small things that you achieve on your journey. So as you begin to make those dreams come into reality and you actually start to work a plan, celebrate anything small, any small victory. Celebrate it. Write it down. Take a picture. All right? And lastly, number six, the last tip is to believe. And this one is a heavy one. And I'll tell you why. Because a lot of people believe more in the image and they fall in love with the dream and the idea of becoming, but they never actually fall in love and believe in the manifestation of it. All right, did y'all catch that? A lot of people fall in love with the image of being successful, the image of being prosperous, the image of having it all, the image of having peace, the image of having stability, the image of, of financially being educated, of having that great credit score, of having great relationships, but they don't do anything to make it happen. You have to believe in the manifestation more than you believe in the dream itself. For it to come to pass. You have to believe that it can happen. And you have to be willing to take the steps to make sure that you are in line for your miracle. You have to be in syncopated rhythm with what God is doing in your life. Alright? Do not just fall in love and just become a dreamer. Nothing comes to a dreamer but dreams. Put your hands to the plow and begin to work it and allow God to come in there and anoint what you're working so that it can multiply into something greater. Because remember, everything that God gave you had the intentionality to grow. But you have to allow your space and your gifts, the time and energy to grow, okay? So believe. Believe wholeheartedly in the manifestation of yourself. Believe wholeheartedly that you will possess that which you saw in your visions. Believe it. Believe it so much that you're willing to do what God is asking you to do to produce. Don't be like the fig tree. Don't be like the third servant and have stuff stripped from you because you weren't willing to go the extra mile, okay? All right, so with all that being said today, I just want to impart this into you is that it's not enough to dream. Make it a reality. It is not enough to dream. 
It's not enough. And a lot of us are comfortable dreaming because you feel secure in your dream. Stop being comfortable just dreaming it. And sometimes our dreams are what keeps us alive. So because we're afraid that if that dream manifests, what happens next? But the reality is you're dreaming because it's supposed to happen. And then when that happens, then another dream comes. Our lives are really a series of dreams that become realities. But we never get through the first dream to get to the second dream, to get through the third and the fourth and the fifth. We usually are stuck in the first series of the first series of a dream. So you've got to allow yourself the space and time to grow and to see things manifest on your behalf. Do not fall in love with the dream. Fall in love with the process. Fall in love with the shaping. Fall in love with being consistent, chasing, um, chasing after God's righteousness for your life. All right. I love each and every one of you, and I hope that this broadcast and this podcast blessed you today. So what I want you to do is if anything in here was said that touched your heart, that touched your spirit, that made you really think about some things, I want you to like, tag, and share, and I want you to comment on it too. Give me some wisdom. Give me some feedback of things that you liked or didn't like. Things that hit home, things that didn't. Um, so that way that I know how to cater the show to you all so that I can be a real big blessing to you all. Because it's my life's goal to make sure that I um, live out the purpose that God has called for me as well. All right, well, I love you. I pray that you all have a great week. Signing off, this is Heather LaRue of Heather's Heart, the podcast. We'll see you next week. Heather.